0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Rocky Path Facing Chinese Companies Tapping U.S. Markets, written by Guan Tong, Chen Tong, Yun Ruiyang, and Denise Jia. Published by Titan Global and read to you by Heather Mowbray. The race by Chinese internet companies to raise money in the U.S. stock market this year came to an abrupt halt after Didi's rush to sell shares on the New York Stock Exchange without the blessing of Chinese authorities backfired. Initial public offerings by Chinese private companies like Didi didn't previously require official approval by Chinese regulators, but they usually still needed an unofficial nod. By proceeding without such a signal... The Chinese ride-hailing giant wound up under National Security Review, its apps removed from Chinese app stores, and its shares trading 14.5% below its IPO price. Now, a newly revised regulation makes clear that any Chinese company holding the personal information of 1 million or more users will have to seek a government cybersecurity review before a foreign share flotation. Such companies should provide IPO material to be filed with the Cybersecurity Review Office an Interdepartmental Bureau, according to the draft regulation. That means that in the future, almost all Chinese internet companies that are eligible to go public in the US will come under review. Several data-rich Chinese enterprises suspended their overseas share sale plans after the DD fallout. Among them, audio content platform Shimalaya, bike-sharing company Hello Inc., and social network Seoul, all have far more than 1 million users. The regulatory crackdown adds to headwinds facing Chinese tech companies trying to generate capital on American stock markets. The mobile internet sector was already running out of gas, with a number of Chinese companies' U.S. shares trading well below their IPO values. And a long-running dispute between China and the U.S. over American regulators' access to audits of Chinese companies prompted Congress to pass a law threatening to kick non-compliant foreign companies off U.S. exchanges. That prompted some of the highest-profile U.S.-traded Chinese enterprises to obtain secondary listings in Hong Kong or China. The cybersecurity reviews will focus on accessing national security risks from procurement, data processing, and overseas listings including the risk of core data or a large amount of personal information being stolen, leaked, destroyed, or illegally used or exported, according to the draft regulation. Also under the microscope will be risks related to critical information infrastructure, core data, or large amounts of personal information being influenced, controlled, or maliciously used by foreign governments after a Chinese company's overseas listing. Before making U.S. IPOs, Chinese companies usually get window guidance from Chinese regulators, providing a hint as to whether overseas listings plans will be acceptable, multiple market participants told Caixin. Tencent-backed online insurance platform Waterdrop Inc. received a hint two months before its 360 million US dollar New York IPO that the China Banking and Insurance Regulatory Commission wanted the listing postponed. Didi received similar hints. The company originally considered a Hong Kong IPO in mid-2020 but later waived the plan due to concerns that it would face harsher regulatory scrutiny in Hong Kong. The CSRC didn't support Didi's Hong Kong IPO and wanted Didi to proceed with its IPO after it first resolved compliance issues such as driver's qualification and safety issues, said a person close to the underwriters. Waterdrop went ahead with its IPO on May 7th and Didi did so on June 30th, despite the warnings. Their IPOs accelerated the revision of the cybersecurity review rules. Chinese dating app Seoul filed its proposed IPO with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission in May, but abruptly scrapped the plan last month, just before pricing, citing alternative financing options. The company booked a hotel in Shanghai for a listing ceremony and sent out invitations to participants a private equity investor familiar with the matter, told Caixin. Why such an abrupt decision, the investor said. Because it knew if it went public, the next day it would be ordered offline. Carnival is over. Following the DD investigation, two more domestic tech companies newly listed in the US also came under review by cyberspace regulators. Online recruitment platform BossJupin, run by Kanjun Ltd., and truck booking platform operator Full Truck Alliance Co., also known as Manbang Group. Market insiders say they think there are more companies on the review list, including all Chinese enterprises that raised funds in the U.S. markets in the last three years. Several companies that were recently listed, or plan to sell shares, told Taishin that they haven't received any official notice of such reviews. But some companies and investors are looking for counter-moves. Every day... Different teams from large investors come to our headquarters, Asian Pacific office and China office to to consult on China's policies, a person at a Chinese consulting firm told Taishin, Adjusting their investment strategy on Chinese companies is a long-term process, but discussions have begun over the past year or so. Many investors say they think the mobile internet sector, hit hardest by the new cybersecurity rules, has long lost its appeal in the IPO market. So the impact of the new crackdown may not be as big as could be expected. Continuing tensions between the US and China in recent years have prepared investors and US-traded Chinese companies. Many such businesses have been actively considering privatization or switching to Hong Kong or Chinese mainland markets, and some companies have already moved in that direction. The IPO carnival of mobile internet companies is over, said Ming founding partner at Prospect Avenue Capital, tech startup private equity firm. From 2009 to 2020, the top eight investment banks each underwrote an average of 15 Chinese IPOs in the US. With the new cybersecurity policy, there are only a handful of potential superstar offerings left in the sector. Chinese Uber-like freight company Huolala, Shimalaya, lifestyle platform Xiaohongshu, Hello, and potentially ByteDance the Chinese owner of popular short video app TikTok. All five would be subject to cybersecurity review under the new rules because of their enormous user bases. Hualala has 7.6 million monthly active users, Shimalaya, 250 million, Xiao Hongshu more than 100 million, Hello, more than 10 million, and ByteDance, 1.9 billion globally. For content platforms, review of text is relatively easy but video platforms face big risks in such reviews, a venture capital investor told Caixin. Under present circumstances, it would be almost impossible for ByteDance to go public in the US, the investor said. It's unclear whether enterprise service providers will face the same kind of reviews as platforms that directly serve consumers. Cloud service supplier, Chinyu Cloud, which filed for a US IPO prospectus on 30th of April with the Securities and Exchange Commission, serves clients including Chinese online entertainment platform Bilibili Inc. with more than 200 million monthly active users and Xiao Xiaohongshu. Whether Qinyu Cloud falls under review will provide a clue for other enterprise service providers, a lawyer dealing with Chinese companies, U.S. IPOs told Caixin. No one knows what the next stage will be, the lawyer said. Starting in 2020, large Chinese tech firms including Alibaba Group, JD.com, NetEase Inc., Baidu, and Billy Billy have been hedging against the risk of delisting from U.S. stock exchanges through secondary share sales in Hong Kong. Privatization is another option. In March, Sina Corp., an internet portal and the parent of Chinese Twitter-like Weibo, completed a management-led buyout to take China's oldest U.S.-listed internet company private. Sina was a pioneer when it made its Nasdaq IPO in April 2000, using an unusual structure at the time to get around China's discomfort with foreign ownership of Internet companies. Since then, nearly all of China's hundreds of venture capital-backed tech companies that have sold shares in New York and Hong Kong have used a similarly legally ambiguous structure known as a variable interest entity, VIE, which involves setting up an offshore company for listing purposes. Now, Sina's management is considering taking its US-traded Weibo core unit private. Caixin learned from several independent sources. Sina tapped investment banks to look into potential buyers, including its major shareholder Alibaba, according to one person close to the matter. A Weibo representative denied such reports. For companies that still want to pursue U.S. flotations, when and how the new cybersecurity review rules take effect will be a key focus. The revised draft measures cite as their legal basis the data security law effective September 1st, in addition to the state security law and the cybersecurity law mentioned in the regulator's previous version. Several legal experts said they expect that the revised measures for cybersecurity review won't go into effect before September 1st. Under the data security law, companies that do not cooperate with Chinese authorities to hand over data. All that provide data to foreign authorities without the approval of Chinese authorities may face punishment, such as business suspension or rectification. The American Clarifying Lawful Overseas Use of Data Act, signed into law in 2018, gives the US government the right to unilaterally demand access to data stored outside the US that is detrimental to US national security. That leaves U.S.-listed Chinese internet platform companies stuck between the two countries' long-arm jurisdiction. VIE still viable? Meanwhile, the China Securities Regulatory Commission will be included in the National Security Review Mechanism, which means the Chinese securities regulator will have the right to review and approve domestic companies' U.S. share sales. Though it's still not clear what role the CSRC will play in the cybersecurity review, It's expected to carry out reviews of companies' VIE structures, a legal director at a US-listed Chinese company said. It simply means that there was previously no regulator to review and approve foreign listings, but now suddenly there are two, the legal chief said. Under VIE structures, an offshore entity, usually incorporated in a tax haven like the Cayman Isles, controls the business operator in China through a complex web of legal agreements. Unless companies are restricted from creating such structures, it would be difficult to find any legal basis to directly stop companies with VIE structures from pursuing overseas flotations, the legal expert said. Unlike private companies, overseas listings of big red-chip companies or foreign-incorporated entities of large state-owned enterprises require joint review and approval by the CSRC, the National Development and Reform Commission, the Ministry of Commerce, and the state-owned Asset Supervision and Administration Commission. The future regulatory path could apply the same approval requirements to private VIE companies, said Jin Youyuan, a partner at China's Merits and Tree Law offices. As long as companies meet domestic requirements on data security, the door to overseas listings via VIE structures is still open, Jin said.